This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Hello, hello everyone, it's Sam from Luton Digital. I'm joined here by Steve. What are we doing today, Steve? Uh, well, I'm recording a podcast as usual with you, Sam. And yes, that's right. We have got some emails and feedback from last week's pod. Uh, first of all, some exciting news from Patrick Cunningham. And he uh, has written us a letter with an old-fashioned stamp. He has said, please, uh, great podcast, um, really enjoying it. I did really well the week I was featured. Can you do it again, please, Samo? Uh, and good news, isn't it, Samo? Because you are indeed featuring Patrick later in the show. And the other message was from long-time listener, Mr Tom Kershaw, who says he has been listening from all the way in sunny Brazil on the big beach there. Tom, obviously, up there with the leaders. Let's find out in a minute how he gets on. Sam, you looking forward to today's pod? Yep, it's going to be an absolute cracker. And now we're on to reflections. I've got here, Steve, that Fulham have beaten Southampton 3-2. What do you think of that? Well, an interesting game. We talked last week, didn't we, that, um, of course, Ranieri, he'd probably make them more attacking. uh, And he... Southampton, a couple of goals as a surprise. A lot of people now saying that Mark Hughes on his last legs... Going to be replaced by Souza. That's the rumour who has been around and is currently managing in uh, Timbuktu or somewhere similar. Now, yeah, so um, Mitrovic, that is obviously a possibility for future weeks. They're looking solid. Uh, good, Some good fixtures coming up. Fulham only at home. But yes... Uh, interesting one. Surprising you chose that one because, of course, the first game alphabetically was Brighton Leicester. You you saw that as uh, a narrow win for Brighton. In the end, it was one one, wasn't it? But we don't really remember much else. Everton Cardiff Richarlison didn't turn up. Bad news for you, Samo. Yeah, only 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 a three pointer for Richarlison there. Not, but not, not too bad for my game week. Still hasn't an okay week. The big shock came at Old Trafford. Pleasing this as it was Hennessy's last week for me. Nice big yawn there, Sam. Boring you. Uh, Hennessy got the full ten points, and uh, a lot of people still got Wan Bizaka. Try not to knock the microphone if you can. Um, Wan Bizaka uh, got six points as well. So that was good. Watford nil, Liverpool three. Yeah, my Alexander Arnold got a goal for me and you, so that's good. It was good. We brought Long. him in, and he repaid the faith. West Ham nil, City four. Well, I think um, people who I know there are already a couple of investors who take our tips each week and put sizable amounts of money on the. Results and we said last week that this that City would score a load of goals and they did four 0 Just a disappointing that we didn't captain the right man. Yep, Sterling and Sane both turned up there. Sterling got goal and two assists, and Sane got two goals as well. I think 
and they both shared the bonus. Good game if you have City players. Spurs. Aguero only got two. Well, yes, and the smart managers have already got rid of Sergio. Spurs three, Chelsea one. Yeah, shock, shock, bit of a shock result. I'm not sure if we saw this game actually, but Spurs would Spurs won three one. Harry Kane got a goal. Chelsea didn't seem to turn up. No, they didn't turn up. Uh, if you remember, Sam, um, a little bit of domestics. This was the point in the weekend where the shower broke, and so we did have a water going everywhere, and so we weren't able to concentrate on the football because there was a minor domestic emergency. Bournemouth one, Arsenal two. And this, again, I think we were spot on with the prediction. We said Bournemouth would get a goal. We said Arsenal would win the game, and they did. But this was the disappointing one, and we've learnt lessons. Wolves nil, Huddersfield 2. Wolves are always rubbish after an international break. That's a lesson for the future. That's what their manager said. And they made Huddersfield look pretty good, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they were destroyed by Huddersfield. They did have a few chances, but... 2-0 from Huddersfield seems seems fair, to be honest. Manager of the Week Time now for Manager of the Week, and this was of personal interest for a lot of the weekend, because uh, with 70 points, an incredible effort, uh, I almost made it. But Sam, please reveal this week's Manager of the Week. This week, it is Danny with the Pharaohs, who got 76 points. Good effort from the, yeah, Danny. And the majority of his points came from a David Silva captain, and Mitro, he had Mitrovic and Alexander-Arnold as well, and Manny. So, good good week for him. Although nowhere near the, the gold standard of the 100. He doesn't join the 100-point club. Uh, I think the the... the, the it stays the same as it did before in only four times or five times this season has the 100-point mark been breached. But well done, Danny. What a great effort. Manager of the Week And obviously, following the Manager of the Week, we'll look again at the league table and it has narrowed. Why is it narrowed? Because Sam Owen, in first place still, has had what can only be described as a disaster. 37 points. The gap, he was 30 clear. He now is less than 13 points clear. 12 to be precise. 817. Then we've got Sick Boys. Uh, Good week for Alex Perry. Well, a moderate week, you could say. 8.05. 8.05. Good week for Danny going up into third, 7.94. And who's this in fourth? It's my team, Lingardium Leviosa. 54, a bit of an average week, were much better than Sam and Alex Perry. So good, okay, but I do drop down to fourth place. And uh, we're going to finish, we're going to go to the top six this week, Sam, for obvious reasons. Tom Kershaw, we predicted the decline would start about now, and it looks as though it has. 49 points and now into fifth, dropping, dropping to fifth, 7-8-1. And who's this on his tail, Sam? 7-6-9 with a magnificent 70 points. Who is it? Well, it's obviously your team, formal specials, 70 this week, quite a good score. Brilliant score. 7-6-9 overall. And I think the, the winner, we're going to call it now, is going to come from one of those top six. So, apologies to Cameron, David and Mark, but... Uh, it's the top six there 
for me. Talking points. Time for talking points. First talking point I've got here is the fact that Man City, they won 4-0 last week against West Ham, which we did predict that, didn't we, Steve? But I'm looking here at the Man City players. Sané, two goals and one assist. Sterling, one goal and two assists. And David Silva also got on the score sheet. Sané got the bonus and Sterling got two bonus points. So a good week for Man City players. But ha- but maybe time to bring them in. What what have you been thinking, Steve? Uh, yes, Sam. Uh, I don't want to reveal too much, but that I have got some transfer news later in the show about the City players. You were looking at Laporte. He is a popular pick. Uh, is that the direction you're going, or is it going to be somewhere else? I don't think I'm ready to do Laporte this week, but we'll talk about that later. But if I look here, I see Sané is 9.3. He's not a guaranteed starter, but every time he does play, most of the times he has hauled some points. And David Silva is 8.7. He's in 10.9% of teams. Him and, him and Sané are both doing extremely well in the form charts. So... Yeah, I'd look look at a Man City midfielder, even Laporte, because Laporte plays and does get clean sheets often. What a great talking point there, Sam. Uh, talking point two, Wolves, uh, are we getting rid or are we keeping Wolves defenders and the Jimenez? Disappointing last week. Was it a one-week aberration or are you now advising the loyal Luton Digital listeners to shed the Wolves? Well, I hope it. I hope it's just a one-week um, um, disappointment for Wolves. I think it's probably not best to have two Wolves defenders like I, you had earlier a few weeks ago, Steve. And I still have Dotty and Bennett, but I think I. I think I'll keep them for this week against this game against Cardiff this week. But I think I'll be looking to get rid of one of them two defenders in the next few weeks if Wolves don't start performing. Have you got any more talking points, Sam? The third talking point is the transfer stats. Yes, we've got transfer stats. I have here for you. I've got them here as well, Sam. Thanks to Harry the Cat, who has compiled these transfer stats. And from this, we worked out that there's basically five types of manager. The... uh, the manager's number first type of manager is the bold, the ambitious, the carefree, the attacking. He doesn't care how many points he spends. And top of the list in terms of the managers in Luton Digital with twenty four transfers. Good big shout out to Thomas Thomas Durrani with uh, Maratta out. Twenty four transfers. That's slightly ahead of my own side, which had twenty three transfers. Also he likes to shake it up and about he's the Harry Redknapp King of the Jungle. 20 transfers for Tom Kershaw at Haggerston United. And another manager who likes to uh, change it. It's it's coming home. Mr Mark Burrows. 21 transfers. Loz Newbold also not afraid of a transfer. 20 transfers for him. And let's also into the attacking, carefree Guardiola School of Management. Mr Ollie Gunners. Ollie Doward. 18 transfers for him. So my my team has made fourteen transfers. Sam Owen's got twelve, as has Alex Perry. 
Well, this is the second group of managers, and we've got to apologise really here to the people who are slightly in the middle group between attacking and the slightly boring managers. These 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 people make in general one change a week. I mean, we've had thirteen game weeks, so you should be averaging if you care about the game. 13 transfers because you get one free each week and as you say there's loads here we've got Sam we've got Alex we've got yourself Sam the other Sam we've got Danny Morgan who we spoke about earlier we've got Cameron we've got Jack Gillian Alina slightly higher with 16 we've got Helen Darren Philip Neil Graham with 11 and Carlos would you believe I mean this is the amazing thing he's right down at the bottom the poor the poor man but he is making the changes he's made 15 changes still only in 26th place so that's your second group of managers then we've got kind of a third group Sam who let's just call them the conservative managers who've made hardly any transfers at all um, so we've got uh, this is single figure transfers we've got uh, David with just nine Kieran who was uh, featured in the manager of the week has got six the amazing thing is Patrick who you're going to hear from later 15th place he's only made seven transfers uh, Saburi uh, who uh, sits, next, sits next to Tom certainly used to he's uh, got seven transfers and that's probably we'll, we'll, we'll throw Al with his monkey tennis in with four transfers now there's a how many groups of transfers have we talked about so far? We've got the we've got the attacking, that's number one. We've got the boring, who just do one a week like you, Sam. Then we've got the conservatives, who do less than one a week. We've got the minimalists, and these are people who have made a transfer, but they've made hardly any. And that is for slightly different reasons, because you remember Karen's team, Oh No Rojo, they only can have players that end in O. So, obviously, she's a bit limited with who she can transfer in, hence only one transfer. And then, and this was the interesting stat, and we've got to throw Kenilworth's team in as well, uh, Rondon and Sons, because there aren't any other Sons for him to pick at the moment. So that's why he's not made a single transfer, poor old Kenilworth at the bottom. But the other player we found on these transfer stats who clearly has given up, because he's not made a single transfer, he's forgotten about the game, is... Mr. Thompson Winehorse, not his real name, and Pat's camera, who have yet to trouble the transfer bank. So, quite a long session there, but just shows you that we do put the effort in, and thanks to Harry the Cat for analysing the transfers. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com. Time for the Game Week 14 preview now. And our first game is Cardiff against Wolves on Friday at 8 o'clock. How do you see that one playing out, Steve? Patterson is uh, a good shout. If you're looking for a new midfielder, he's playing uh, up front, in fact. And uh, another yawn there, Sam. Sorry keeping you up. Uh, I were going to, for Wolves to bounce back and a goal for Doherty. 2-0 uh, Wolves. Palace Burnley, big one. Your view. Your view. My view. Uh, they're struggling to score, Palace, so let's go nil-nil. Huddersfield, Brighton. Huddersfield on the form. Will you be investing? Um, I think this will be a draw. 
No, in fact, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Huddersfield will win that. They're beating Wolves. I think they'll beat Brighton as well. Nice and decisive there. Leicester Watford. Uh, Watford starting to tail off again. Leicester difficult side to predict. Let's go Leicester win with a Vardy goal. City Bournemouth big hopes here. Tempted to say four or five, but this could easily tough game in Leon midweek. This could just be the one, just 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 one goal. So uh, let's say one nil City and an unusual goal scorer like Ferdinandinho. Newcastle West Ham Newcastle on fire. One of the form teams again. Your view? West Ham also not exactly on fire. They lost four nil to City and drew one one at Huddersfield, where they did beat Burnley four two a few weeks back. I'm going to say a draw, I think. Southampton United could be Hughes' last game. I think United will win this. But I was, I think, once again, I think it'll be a narrow win. I think I did predict a narrow win for United last week. And that turned out to be... And you were wrong. Chelsea Fulham. Now, don't want to do a spoiler, but I've got rid of Hazard, so he's bound to get a hat-trick this game. Your view, Sam? Well... I think this will be a 2-2 draw. I might be wrong. It might be a 5-0 Chelsea win. But I think this will be a draw 2-2. 2-2. are Interesting. A much more of an attacking threat now. Chelsea have conceded three goals to Spurs last week. I think, yes. I, think I see Alonso scoring there, Sam. Hopefully. It's Derby Sunday, Arsenal-Spurs. Arsenal Spurs is a difficult one. I think Spurs will win. They are in good form at the moment as well. Arsenal, though they did win against Bournemouth, I've been hearing that they've not been playing at their best. I think Spurs will win this. I disagree. I think Arsenal will win it. Spurs, it's a, it's what I label a big game away, which means that Spurs never turn up. So it's an Arsenal win for me. Liverpool, Everton. I think Liverpool have had a tough game against Paris. I think they will bounce back in this one with a 2-1 victory, I think. OK, that's your game week preview. Don't forget, managers, it is a 7 o'clock game week shut out this game week. So if you're one of those Australians and we know who you are, who usually makes their transfers when the pub shuts at 11 or 12 or 1 o'clock on a Friday night, you'll have missed the game week. So... Uh, you need to make your changes by 7 o'clock tomorrow. Help me, please. So time now for the surgery and stepping in for the second time, becoming the first guest to appear twice, Patrick Cunningham. Uh, he asked for help. He's only made the seven transfers, standing with 699 points. Got 67 this week, which is a great effort, so maybe he doesn't need any help. Sam, take us through his team. What changes do you suggest? So the team's quite similar to what it was two weeks ago. Um, Edison, Stecklenburg and Dole. You probably don't want Stecklenburg, who doesn't seem to play. So, I, so I'd look to upgrade him, potentially. Would you mind scrolling down, please, Steve? Thanks, so I can see his price. Apologies for the technical issues here. Do you want to see his budget, Sam? Yes, please. Well, his budget, if you actually look, is at the top. Oh, sorry there. Sorry about that. But it isn't, that's oh, it. I'm, no. I'm wrong, it isn't at the top. 
Or Joe's budget really is... convenience. <laughs> so he's got two point two million in the bank. Squad value of ninety nine point nine. Yes, yeah, quite a very, quite a low squad value there. You probably want to have that up a bit higher at this stage in the season. Probably around hundred and three, like I have. But I admire the way if this his team isn't tinkered too much that he's stuck with Sané and the nineteen points there, uh, an, an incredible incredible effort. You can see the Arsenal influence in this side because he is an Arsenal fan. You've got Bellerin. You got a bang a yang. I think Long obviously needs to go. Personally, Sam, I would I would question Hazard now. You can he's not turned up six weeks running. Let's just have a quick look at his transfer history when he's made these changes. Um but what are you thinking, Sam? Well I'm thinking that Firmino, twelve points last game but I don't th- I think I said this two weeks ago I don't think he's the ideal Liverpool attacker but I'd keep him this week because I suggest you have Hazard against Fulham I suggest you wait this week out to see what Hazard does against Fulham and then you you get downgrade Firmino to someone like what options are there to downgrade Firmino Steve maybe I'm now well we're just looking Sam Wilson we're just looking he brought Hazard and Hoiberg in in game week seven, and then his only change was to bring Doherty in for Tarkovsky, and that was unfortunate because obviously Doherty's gone slightly off the boil uh, since then. Um, I think Sam, what you say makes some sense. Uh, see how Hazard does against Fulham. Is he back fit, and then um, and then downgrade him. Uh, I I do think it's good that you got um, Sane. If you want to, I would go one of the City players, um, Silver. Uh, if you if you save some money from Firmino, you can go down to Mitrovic, Mitrovic, and upgrade Hazard to Sterling. That's then a pretty strong side. Pretty strong. So side. my plan for this side is, like I said earlier, I'd wait to see what Hazard does against Fulham, and then next week I would, I would, yeah, I would downgrade Firmino. To Mitrovic, yeah, maybe Mitrovic, and Hazard then to Sterling. upgrade Hazard to, Sterling. to uh, Mane or Salah or Liverpool player. I disagree with you there. He already has Sane. Yeah, but and he needs to double get, up on City. And then to get more City coverage, I would consider swapping Bellerin to Laporte. Maybe do that. He won't swap. Maybe Bellerin. yeah. Maybe do that this week. No, I he recommend. Won't swap, he won't swap Bellerin because he's an Arsenal Arsenal fan. Well, I recommend doing Laporte Bellerin to Laporte this week. Where you. You do. To be fair, you already have Edison, but the port does is also good. Schurler, seems like a good option now. Now that Fulham are yeah, back, yeah. the bench, though, however, is quite weak. But Diop, his bench don't need to play, so I don't think he needs to worry about that. Long is the only one there he needs to get rid of. Uh, but at this stage of the season, you don't need to worry too much about. Ideally, bench. you like a second keeper who plays as well. Yeah, so some food for thought there, Patrick. Best of luck uh, this season and in the derby. Let's hope uh, Arsenal get the points against Spurs. Up next is the part of the show where we announce our changes for this week. I'm going to be going unchanged. Yeah, I, th- I don't think I'll be making any changes this week because I'm not really sure what to do. 
in like in the future maybe I'd hope to get Sané in or maybe upgrade Mane or Hazard to Salah but they all have quite easy fixtures quite good fixtures this week well, not 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 all of my team. Well, I don't think I'll make a change. Fair enough, Sam. I know because you've had such a you've had a pretty busy week, haven't you? Uh, lots of other stuff on. But um, I have got some changes. That's the good news, and I can actually exclusively reveal on this pod uh, the plan for the next four game weeks, injuries permitting. So game week fourteen, which is uh, this one coming up, uh, Sane has come in for Hazard. A bit reactive, but. You know, the man's on fire, 19 points. He's averaging 11. He's 11 in the form charts, which is uh, certainly near the top. Game week 15, when Fulham are next at home, I will be bringing in Mitrovic for camera, using a bit of that Hazard money. Game week 16, I plan to be unchanged. And game week 17, and this is provisional at the moment, there'll be a double change, bringing in a third City midfielder, and Neves probably for Richarlison and Martial will be the one who makes way for the City midfielder. Uh, the logic there, Sam, which you were about to ask me, is that it's really only City who are scoring the loads of goals and all those goals come from the midfield. I'm not ever going to get Aguero back because he, he comes off early. And if you think about it, most of their big wins, it's always three or four of the City midfield who contribute. That's why I'm going to be going for three City midfielders as my medium-term strategy. Thanks, Steve, for that. I actually forgot. I'd just like to bring it back to what my changes. I'm sorry about that. I actually completely forgot. But in the next few weeks, I think I might look at bringing in Mr Kane. Yeah. We've we, we missed it as a talking point, I think. Tottenham's fixtures are turning much easier, starting next week I think they have quite an easy run of fixtures so I might look to upgrade Aguero to Kane I'm not sure I'm going to get the money from though I'll make a prediction that uh, Kane will be injured in December because they flog him every game they've got uh, another nine games in December and it's usually about this stage of the season that he has a little one of his injuries so I I think that's a a big mistake Um, but uh, good luck to you anyway Sam For this week's Golden Gamble, it's quite a tough decision for me because I have Hazard against Fulham at home or Sterling, who's got Bournemouth away. I th- no, I they're think. at home. Oh, sorry, they're at home. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm going to go with Sterling. The reason is I think I've captained Hazard once or twice in the last few weeks and I don't remember him returning for me but I've captain Sterling once and he, of course he got me a huge shed load of points f- 41 which propelled me into third position I think that was a few weeks ago and and then and I, I, I almost captained him last week where he got 14 points but I, cha- but I changed it to Richardson like I said in the podcast so so I think I'm going to go with Sterling risky move Hazard well, could well turn up at Fulham I don't think he will. I think Sterling will turn up against Bournemouth. Well, that was long, complicated, Sam. At the moment, it's uh, it's Sterling for me. There could be a last-minute switch to Salah, but uh, I think I too will go with 
Sterling. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes cyber Just three minutes cyber Before we leave you, I'd just like to give a special reminder that next week we'll have a podcast out on Monday since the game ne- game week actually starts next the next game week after this one will start on Tuesday. So we'll have a pod out there. Okay. That wraps it up. That's our longest ever pod this week. Any final thoughts, Sam? Um just wanna say hope we managers get a shed load of points. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>